You got your coffee? I got my coffee. You got your immunity tea? I have my immunity tea. <laughs> you guys, my mother's so sick. <laughs> I still think I should have been able to add gin to the immunity tea and on top of the codrol I've taken out. I just figure, you know. Because <laughs> it went so well last time. Oh, well, you know. This time, though, it would be really entertaining. <laughs> really entertaining. Really? Because I, I don't know that, I could that snore. we're on track for that. I could snore. Oh, <laughs> that would be fabulous. That would be so gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don't make fun of me. It's not nice. That is literally what I spend all day, every day mm -hmm. doing. I know, sweetheart. <laughs> I know. Uh, you guys, it has... It's been a <laughs> couple weeks. <laughs> it's, been, it's been fun, hasn't it? It has been a wild ride. If, so, if you sound like you're missing something, it's because, oops, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing something. Yes, you are. A whole organ. Um, so we obviously, clearly, didn't record last week um, because one of us, uh -huh. it was me, just one had me. to get appendicitis and had to have emergency surgery. I legit, until they wheeled me into surgery, was sitting there going, See, this is just a tummy bug, right? <laughs> Thought I was the biggest asshole in the world going into the emergency room for, like, a gastro bug. <laughs> and then, and then, fucking COVID has to flare up in New Zealand again. Yeah, or my grandson's new favorite phrase is, thanks, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime we go anywhere now and it's closed or, oh, yeah. or, or, you, can't, or you can't get in, yeah. you, know, you have to queue up forever in three days. Thanks, COVID. Yeah, that's his new favorite thing is, thanks, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, he gets it fully. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. Um, mm. So... That's fun. Oh, yeah. Right now, it's not where we are, so Maybe not to, that. like, triangulate, but we're not in Auckland. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, hopefully it doesn't make its way down here, but it is yeah. not fun. No, it's not. <laughs> and that fucky Donald Trump had oh. to go off about how New Zealand's having a big surge. It's like, fuck off. Oh. Oh, you know, it's got to have something to talk about, doesn't it? You... I orange fucky is that the word? I was gonna say you stupid tangerine shit stain, but whatever. Okay, well. In case yeah. anyone was really confused about my views on things, <laughs> in case anyone wondered. <laughs> Not for the history, stay for the insults. <laughs> Seriously, I gotta get through this before I fall asleep, dude. <laughs> so we almost didn't record this week because. Ooh. After my adventure in the hospital, now my mom's sick. Yeah, so then mom decided she had to get a head cold. And Thanks, Joyce. Yeah, really. It's not COVID, I promise. Well, we'll if find it was, out. She'd be being way more dramatic. Like, <laughs> we'll way find more out. Dramatic. We'll find out. I almost brought. Well, I do have my mask with me. I almost brought my mask in here <laughs> to record just so oh that I can talk with your little head. You're such a dick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I love it. <laughs> but I decided just coughing at you occasionally would be enough. Yeah. So um, also, as has been super well established. I don't know how to do shit. So I'm not going to be able to edit out these coughs and sniffles and sighs. <laughs> and sniffs. And Lots sniffs. of sniffs. Oh god. And hopefully we get through this whilst still making sense. 
you know, let's let's not hold out too much hope, okay? <laughs> um, God. But you've got a coffee and a tea, so I know, you're I'm, lucky. I'm double dipping right now in hopes. Which means if I steal the coffee. No, which means keep you fuzzy ass paws off my coffee, kid. Fuzzy ass paws. Don't mess with me. That I can't. Cold ca medicine's really <laughs> doing a number on you. I cannot come up with anything good right now. That's the best I've got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Do you want to tell the people? what we're talking about <laughs> what i may become here very shortly Ser female serial killers <laughs> i think in order to be a serial killer you have to have committed more than two murders so and they have to be for related reasons so they got on my last damn nerve they needed to die that's yeah, a reason <laughs> Honey, we can't start that list now. We'll be here way too long. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Just let me have my coffee. <laughs> oh, God. Do you want to go first before you, like, pass out? Before I complete? No. No, you may as well go ahead and do yours first because mine's not that horribly long and... and oh, good, because mine is. <laughs> yeah, and she's just, she's just really a vindictive, nasty little bitch, but I do have a great... God, I love it. A great piece of parting advice, so yeah, you go first. Well, are you gonna therapize the people? Um, no, I'm just gonna give some really solid good advice that I I found on this and was just really I For anyone who doesn't know, my mother's really great at dishing out unsolicited, unqualified advice that usually consists of her just telling people to pick a lane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's quite simple. Like we literally, in our family, we call it pick a lane therapy. Yes, and that's because it's necessary. Sometimes people are too stupid to figure oh out. God. So do you want me to talk about who I'm talking about? Yes, go for it, Okay, dude. so get ready because the real bad French accent's coming back. Oh, are we getting Pepe Le Pew the bad guy again? I'm going to try not to make it too like, <laughs> but it's probably going to go there. You're going to taunt me some more. <laughs> <laughs> your father smelled of elderberry. See, no, and I don't know why I'm Russian now. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelled of elderberry. Now go away before I taunt you some more. Taunt you again. Yeah. A second time. A second time. That's um, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I have to have a drink of coffee before I get started. Oh, yeah. So, I am talking about, I don't know if you've heard of this lady before. She turns out she's a bit famous. Mm. Um, Catherine Montvoisin. Mm. Um, she was called La Voisin. I so, she mm. is the person who is at the center, essentially, of the affair of the poisons. Okay. Which took hold in the court of Louis the Fourteenth. Yes. Yes. Um, oh. So Catherine Montvoisin was mm -hmm. born Catherine de Chaise in 1640. Mm -hmm. There's not much about her early life um, because it was the 1600s. <laughs> and she was a woman, and who the hell and cared? And she was a lady, and who cares about ladies? There you go. Until um, they kill you. <laughs> wow. Um, so, most likely, though, she grew up in or around Paris. Lucky right. bitch. Supposedly, she discovered at quite a young age that she had a gift for fortune telling. Uh oh. That was given to her by God. 
Oh, no good is going to come of this. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I already... I really should have saved her for a witchy woman episode. I truly do see the writing on the I wall was, here. <laughs> when I was researching her, I was just like, oh, I'm just going to have to do this for female serial killers. Because <laughs> everybody covers um, What's Delphine LaLaurie and, and um, Elizabeth that, Bathory. That's the one, Bathory. Yeah. And then I wanted to do the soap lady, but mm -hmm. she's too recent to really be history. Yeah. But we're going to have to talk about her sometime. Mm. Yeah, note to self, don't buy Italian soap. <laughs> yeah. I was so excited when I thought you were going to cover her. I was, but I just couldn't. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to Catherine Montfossin. Yes. Um, so, again, lucky bitch discovering that she's, like, psychic. I'm so jealous of her. Or psychotic. She lives in Paris, and she can tell the future. Or fortunes. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, instead of getting, getting herself a gig in a circus reading palms, mm -hmm. she married, while still a teenager, to a jeweler named Antoine Mon Monvoisin. Mm -hmm. And the happy couple, couple went on to procreate. Uh oh. At least three times. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, goody. Um, eventually, though, her husband's business went under. Mm -hmm. And it fell to Catherine to figure out how to support her husband and her crotch goblins. Uh-oh. Um, so she fell back on her gift and started practicing chiromancy, which is just like a ye olde with an E way mm -hmm. of saying palm reading. <laughs> <laughs> she was Miss Cleo. But it sounds so fancy. Chiromancer. I'm a chiromancer. It sounds and fancy. And a necromancer. Yeah, it just and sounds a romancer. Sounds fancy. It's so fancy. <laughs> um, no, she just read palms and shit. Mm. Um, but Catherine also started working as a midwife, which included the highly illegal, and I have to assume dangerous for the time, practice of abortion services. Oh, no. Um, naturally, between the palmistry and the babies, she got to know her primarily female clientele quite well. <coughs> she learned about their hopes and their dreams. Usually that they would either meet a handsome stranger and fall in love. Sometimes their husbands would need to be taken care of for this <laughs> to happen. Mm. Or that there would be an unfortunate death leaving them with a hefty inheritance. Usually these ladies just wanted somebody to die so that they could get Legit what they needed. Legit service. Okay. I'm sorry, do you mind moving the ambiance so that I can do this without starting so, a fire? I'm just trying to turn my page. Sorry. Basically, she was like the, what was the guy, the blacklist. Um, she just, she's a problem solver. She, that's exactly. She's just out here solving the problems of the women of Paris. Okay. She's a saint, really. I'm not seeing a downside so far. Me either. So, so okay, I'm, I'm behind this so far. Madame Montvoisin quickly <coughs> went from, well, if it's God's plan for you, it will happen, except in a French accent, mm -hmm. um, to offering her clients a way to take a little bit more of an active role in their destinies. Helping God out a bit. Just okay. give them a little helping hand. Um, good. Um, she also started going by La Voisin. <laughs> According to one website, is the neighbor. I don't know if that's true. I don't remember French. Um, she sure. began selling charms and potions, and her business grew and grew and grew. <laughs> Some of the ingredients in her love potions included, you know, for the DIY witch out there, <laughs> um, toad bones, 
Hmm. Mole teeth, a very specific variety of fly. Um, and human blood. She also took a cue from Julia Tofana, who is an Italian woman who was incredibly skilled at poisoning and mm -hmm. actually created her own poison called Aqua Tofana. Um, I'm pretty sure that Poisoner's Cabinet did an episode on her, and it was really good. Um, so okay, she... so note to self, don't ever buy Italian wine that says Aqua Tofana. Got it. Yeah, no, because... That's okay. Not, not, well, I mean, these are things I need the, to know. Yes. The good. vessel with the pestle. Yeah, the <laughs> not the brew that's true. Um, literally, nobody's going to understand that I reference know, except for my father. Hi, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll finish the rest of the song. Oh, yeah. I'll get a text about it in a few hours' oh, time. Oh, you will. You will. <laughs> he was actually watching that again the other day. Oh, God. <laughs> God bless it's the Danny, Danny K. Movie, the court jester. It's like I grew up watching this because uh. my parents are nerds. What? Okay, this well, isn't news to that's, you. That's true. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, so she's she's branched out and she's so, using. Yeah, and she also began to provide poisons for those clients who weren't necessarily looking for love. Oh, okay. Yeah. In all the wrong places. In all the wrong places. <laughs> Their milkshakes were not bringing the boys to the yard. <laughs> During this time, her services had caught the attention of some very influential people. Mm -hmm. Catherine was even asked to concoct a poison to help someone go to Pound Town with the king. Oh, no. <laughs> Catherine herself was becoming quite popular around Pound Town. Oh, no. Her alleged lovers included a number of counts, viscounts, a magician. Huzzah! <laughs> An alchemist, an architect. He truly was a magic man. And, <laughs> and an executioner. Oh no! Oh no! I'm just waiting for it. This gives the meaning to me. This witch fox. Oh my god. <laughs> From sometime in the 1660s, she lived at Villa Nueva sur Gravois. I googled, didn't find anything, but I'm imagining that it's big and stunning and also the 1600s, so it probably wasn't big or stunning. Really. <laughs> we'll pretend that it was. It's open sewage next to it. Who knows? Probably. <laughs> Everything did. Yeah. Anyway, the point is that she had a good work from home gig going um dispensing poison and love potions and abortions by day and hosting fancy parties with nobili nobility and violin performances at night <laughs> and like any boss ass bitch she had a rival in her professional sphere oh no marie boss b-o-s-s-e -S -S -E? is that boss or bosset Probably Bosset, but... Bosset. Marie yeah. Bosset. She's going to be important later. But no. she was edging in with the same hustle. They did not get on. Mm. It was a Bloods and Crips situation. No, 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 no. Mm -mm. So, in an effort to retain her place as favoured in French high society, Catherine had to diversify her services. Even further? Oh, yeah. It's going to get real. What the hell else could she... I mean, come on. Have She's, a think. Just have a little think about that. She is so accomplished already. I mean, yeah. 
but the court of Louis the Fourteenth was fucking brutal mm-hmm. and fickle as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, and falling out of favor could mean that you just well. Was get she gonna start? Was she gonna start sharpening guillotine blades on the side? I mean, no, you... no, that's manual labor. Oh, oh she's more in the true. spiritual. More realm. in the spiritual. Oh, this is not good. Okay, what is she so, doing? Hmm. Catherine had to diversify her services. The people wanted more potent magic. Mole uh-huh. teeth just were not cutting it. They wanted some good old-fashioned devil summoning. Oh, okay. Catherine gave the people what she wanted. She's okay. a pleaser, after all, you yeah. know? She just wants to make the people happy. She began holding black masses, complete with <laughs> infant sacrifices, and oh. a priest to make it official. <laughs> oh, God. All at an extra cost, of course. <laughs> For an extra 15 sous, we will have the black mass and... The... I will kill a baby over your stomach. It will have been fabulous. There will be... Oh, petit priest. And the king, he will love you. <laughs> the king, he will fuck your brains out. Apparently it wouldn't have taken much. But no, okay. no. <laughs> we fucked anything that walked past him. Yeah, apparently. I mean, and, and apparently we're not talking about heavy on the brain power here anyway. No, so. no. So, um, you remember, hey, we're back down to her. The woman who wanted to burn down with King Louis. Uh-huh. Um, she was super successful. Her name was Madame de Montespan. Okay. Um, and she was the official royal mistress. I thought that was Madame Pompadour. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, yeah, keep going. <laughs> For a time, anyway, she was his Squirrel. official royal mistress. Yeah, right? Oh, something shiny. <laughs> um, so... She's she's doing quite well for herself. She's mm-hmm. a frequent visitor to La Voisin. Uh-huh. Uh, but all was not joy <coughs> in the court of the Sun King. Oh, no. Louis liked to spread the love to many, 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 many other people. Many people. Yes. He had so many illegitimate he, children. He was a giver. <laughs> I mean, I he really go that far. <laughs> he was a giver. <laughs> he was just spreading it around. Like wildfire. Oh, God. And to be honest, it probably burned sometimes. I imagine he had a lot of diseases. Yeah, just, yeah, no. Hmm. No. Sorry, just coffee break. Um, so it was that Madame de Montespan found herself a very important repeat customer to Montvoisin, or La Voisin, whichever. Allegedly, she frequently wanted black masses. <laughs> Many an infant was supposedly murdered so that she could stay the favorite of the king. In addition to this, she was constantly getting love potions from Catherine and using them to drug the king. <laughs> this bitch is bold, and I love it. Um, I mean, except for the killing babies part. Well, she's found her but place, and she wants to stay there. Honestly, I don't believe that. Well, like, I kind of think it was just used as a way to further vilify her. Well, could have been. I mean, really. Let's yeah. think about the logistics here. Well, it's just, yeah. And it's also just, you know, it's anything else. Reputation, reputation, reputation. Exactly. Uh, things took a little <coughs> turn, though, in 1677, when Madame de Montespan let it be known that she fully intended to kill the king if his attention ever wavered from her. Uh-oh. And her apparently magic vagina. Oh, that's just not something you say out loud. 
Oh, yeah, no, 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 she definitely did. And she just definitely shouldn't have. Mm, so, in 1679, when Louis began stopping Angelique de Fontaget, okay. <laughs> La Voisin was called upon to, defend, to dispense poison to take care of the king and mm. his lover. Uh-oh. Together with three others, the women devised a plot to lace a petition. <laughs> a petition. To lace a petition with poison and have it delivered to the king. The poison would be absorbed through the skin when the king Okay, it. that's awfully complicated, um, but all right. Really? Is it, though? All you've got to do is spread some poison on a piece of paper and pass it to him. However, on the day, there were too many petition too many petitioners and Montpoisson was sent away without delivering the petition. Which, like, honestly, it just seems so much harder these days. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you want to poison someone now, like, there's, like, forensics and shit. You can't just hand them a piece of paper. No, you gotta be uber careful these or days. Or Russian. Well, yeah. Like or that. Like that guy with the, in London. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's gonna hand deliver a change.org petition though. Like this just wouldn't happen today. <laughs> no. Um, she was more, far more successful with the majority of her other poisonings though. And usually sold to lower class women who needed to lose an abusive husband or a loving wealthy aunt. <laughs> this was usually done through arsenic which was called inheritance powder. Oh nice. I like it. Yeah. Or aqua tofana, which mm -hmm. um, was pretty much untraceable. It had like arsenic and belladonna and lead in it and Ooh. all sorts of things. Super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Wonder nice family. Little, nice little <laughs> cocktail. Uh -huh. um, now, it turns out that abortions and alleged human sacrifice during black masses aren't what eventually took Catherine down. Was it the greedy bitch next door who no. wanted to be the big dog? It was... Spoiler alert, dude. Oh. It was the poisonings. What happened next is a little bit convoluted, but important. And, like, honestly, we could do, like... You could do a whole podcast on the affair of the poisons. There's so many little moving bits in it and mm. so many characters, so I've really condensed it and hopefully gotten everything right. Don't at me. Um... So the whole thing came to be known as the Affair of the Poisons. It led to 319 writs of arrest, 36 death sentences, over 210 sessions of a special tribunal now known as the Chambre Ardente, the burning chamber, um, all over a three-year time period, wow. starting in April 1679. Wow. Yep, it all started with the death of a <coughs> young army Pardon officer. Me. I'm gonna fuck this up. Go, sorry, fornicator top. Mm-hmm. Gordon de Saint Croix. Does that sound right? Well, Saint Croix sounds right, but that first one, I'm not sure about. G G A U D I N. Gordon. Oh, Gordon, you're right. Gordon. Yeah, Gordon. Yeah. You got it. You silly English carnegets. Yes. Wait, no. I will taunt you some more. <laughs> like, wait, wait, why does my accent always go slightly <laughs> Russian? Mm. Oh dear. Um, so he passed, depending on your source, either from natural causes or a carriage accident. Who knows? 
However, among his belongings was a trunk with a letter in it, implicating himself and his lover, Marie de Bronvilliers, in the deaths of her father and two brothers. Why do these idiot All people of which left her a small fortune. Oh, he wrote it down because they had poisoned her family, and he was a little bit worried that she might oh, poison it, him, and so it was his life insurance policy, like, if anything happens to me, there's this letter... Oh, but something did happen to him that wasn't poison. Yeah, and, <laughs> and yeah. so she got fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it implicated her in all these murders. Marie herself fled France at the news that this letter had been discovered. She <laughs> was on the lamb for four years before being essentially kidnapped in Belgium and illegally <coughs> extradited back to France. Mm. Under torture, she confessed to the murders and was sentenced to death. Mm-hmm. Now, this normally wouldn't wouldn't have been like a blip in the radar, but the news of the poisonings was enough to unleash panic among the noble class of France. So everybody because they been, were all doing it. Everybody had been hiring her was now panicked because oh shit oh shit oh shit my name's going to be on the list. Yeah. Oh. What See, followed this is was basically weekly. a winch hunt, an actual one, not a Trumpy one. But, but a real See, this w- is what an actual witch hunt looks like, where you hunt actual witches. Oh my god. Yeah. Weak links, man. Um, just... Fortune tellers and mystics were being rounded up in questions. Many face <coughs> a lengthy jail time. Mm. So, when a fortune teller named Magdalene de la Grange... Magdalene de la Grange <laughs> found herself under arrest. She did the only thing she could and tried to barter for her freedom. She claimed to have information on crimes of national significance. <laughs> um, a poison ring <laughs> operating in Paris. <laughs> and this was the official start of the affair of the poisons. Uh-huh, and that's... started all of the investigations and everything. Well, I think we're using the term investigation a little loosely here. <laughs> I don't yeah. I think it, it was would... basically, are you a woman running a business? Do you sometimes <laughs> tell fortunes? You're a witch. It's and more... you must be poisoning. It's, it, it's less investigation and more finger pointing. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Um... <laughs> I just have to set my cup down. Oh my god. Okay. Beautiful. (laughs) Eventually, remember Marie Blossé? Mm hmm. Eventually, she was arrested. Oh no. And that petty bitch knew what she had to do. Oh, we know who's going under the bus next. (laughs) (laughs) She implicated Catherine Montfoisin in a string of poisonings. She essentially said, yes, there is a poisoning network in Paris, and, and this woman is right in the middle of it. And she's the witch, she's the witch, she's yeah. the witch. Yeah. <laughs> God. Catherine Montfoisin was arrested on March 12th, 19... Er, 1979. <laughs> 1679. <laughs> Jeez. 1916, yeah. <laughs> Outside of Notre-Dame de Bonne just after a mass, and on her way to a meeting to discuss... A second attempt at killing the king. (laughs) So this was literally the day after they failed to deliver the petition. She was like on her way to a meeting. She was going to get shit done. (laughs) Sun King was going down. 
Upon hearing of her arrest, Catherine's maid's reaction was that this would take down a number of people at all levels of society. And I like to imagine that she just got the popcorn out to sit down and watch this shit show go down. <laughs> much like somebody else I know. Yes, much like someone else you know. <laughs> yes. Yep. It yeah. made me think of that Michael Jackson gift from Thriller where he's just sitting in the theater just eating popcorn all the time and then it made me think of that story from when you mm -hmm. were a kid yeah from when your house burnt down yeah that was good fun yeah there's nothing quite like your five-year-old sister sitting on a couch watching it burn and eating popcorn so yeah for anyone who that doesn't make sense to oh Mom's yeah house caught on fire when she was a kid mm. and her grandmother lived on the same hill but above right mm -hmm. yeah and what did she basically got she, one of your younger sisters was already over there yeah, or yeah, yeah. went over no she was she was there and so they just had taken some popcorn her up there. and watched the house burn down yeah, pretty much it was like to hear the my aunt tell the story it was a fun time <laughs> they just sat on the porch and they were like well there goes the lounge <laughs> yeah was about the way it rolled, yeah. Meanwhile, dipshit over here, you tried to run in and save your things, didn't well, you? Yeah, well, I wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed, you know. Yeah. Nobody ever said anything uh, changed. No, no, but some things don't change. <laughs> some things never change. No, my sister still loves to sit on the couch and eat popcorn and watch, and watch the, the world burn around her. Watch the shit show around it's her. It's fine. It's all good. As long as I have my popcorn, I'm good. <laughs> God, I love popcorn. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so did I'm assuming that she did eventually meet her fate. Well, permission was given to use torture to extract a confession, but <sighs> turns out they didn't need to. <laughs> did she because poison herself? You see, by this time, Catherine Montboisson had quite a reputation as a huge alcoholic. Mm -hmm. So instead of torturing her, the guards just didn't put a limit to the amount of booze she had access to. <laughs> okay. They kept her nice and drunk. Okay. Um, she was in a constant state of being smashed and basically turned into that girl at every single bar uh -huh. who comes up to you and is like, oh my god, you're so pretty. Oh. Can I just touch your hair? Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I love your shoes. <laughs> yeah, she turned into that girl. Oh god. And just kept talking. And talked and talked and talked. Oh. Talked yourself right, right. to... Mm -hmm. The guillotine? No. Oh. I'm trying to think what's it called. The pyre. The fire. To the the stake. Yeah. Under the stake. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. That's... I know words. <laughs> God. In her perpetually drunk state, she just confessed to everything. Oh. Just not the stuff about the king or the black masses. Oh, did she not throw the, the people? that wasn't discovered until after her death. Oh, so she didn't throw the king's lover under the the bus, though. No. For trying to kill him. No. Oh. Well, at least she had some integrity, I guess. Not I yet. Oh. Um. In February of 1880, Catherine went to trial for witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And was sentenced to death by burning. Oh. She was publicly executed on February 22nd, 1680, drunk as fuck and refusing to accept her fate. Oh, God. She shoved away a priest who tried to approach her on her way to the stake and also tried to kick away the straw that was piled up around her. 
quite unsuccessfully. I will not go gently into this big fire. <laughs> I mean, like, I have I to say. No, I mean. That's, I do the same thing. Well, yeah. No, that's, that's a legit response in my world. <laughs> um, in July of that year, her daughter Marguerite was arrested. And that's when the rest of her alleged uh -huh. activities came to light, making the affair of the poisons even darker. Mm -hmm. um, eventually, the king disappeared her and everyone else involved, he including was, his mistress. Yeah, he's, he was really good about disappearing people. Imprisoning them under a letter de cachette, which meant they legally no longer existed. Mm, they were just yeah. scattered throughout prisons all over the country. Mm -hmm. However, he did apparently still visit his mistress in herself an <laughs> odd booty call. Magic vagina, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. She had this some... This woman was constantly pregnant. She had so many babies. Like, I have to think that at some point she just would, like, sneeze and out would pop another one. <laughs> but he just kept going back for more. Well, but, you know, this also explains a lot about the, the ridiculous amount of nobility in France uh -huh. and Italy. And, I mean, the, the European nobility, this explains much. I mean, the gene pool is shallow, shallow but wide. But wide. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're talking the Tasman Sea at about a quarter inch <laughs> deep. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, in the end, Ola Lavoisin had a thousand confirmed victims, but a suspected 2,500. <laughs> the end. The <laughs> they all lived happily ever after. Oh my god. So the takeaway from this is make sure... Who <laughs> about your your weak links? Don't don't have any paperwork left lying around, even Just as an insurance policy. Stop writing diaries, people. Seriously. Like fuck. I mean, wh who doesn't know this? I mean, I, if you need an insurance policy, put it somewhere safe. You don't carry it around with you. It was in a trunk. Of but his you belongings. were carrying it with you. Yeah. What moron does that? So well, obviously many. the ones that keep getting caught. Yeah, okay. or the ones who suspect that their lover's trying to poison them. Which also, if you think somebody's trying to poison you... They probably you, are. Stop boning them. Yeah, they probably are. You probably need to find a new activity. Yeah. <laughs> find a new hobby. <laughs> Just, like, there's so I, many fish in the sea. I, I hear yoga's good. I mean, you know. <laughs> God. Knitting. <laughs> Something. <laughs> I mean, sweet. See Brown, what God. the hell is it with people? Oh dear, oh. that was me. Oh well. And the affair of the poison. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like there were at least 2,500 affairs of poison. Yep. Oh my God, that's hysterical. <coughs> well, when, when, I can't edit that out. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, but there's nothing I can do about this. I know. Just control uh, your bodily functions, God. Seriously, do I have no control? <laughs> oh, you're, you're, this is <laughs> this is going to be interesting. With this head cold, I'm going to try and do this. <clears throat> Mine is the Russian blood countess. Have you heard anything of this woman? Because I had not. Isn't I, the blood countess Elizabeth Bathory? No, this is the Russian blood countess. Oh, is there's how more she's, than one. Apparently, this is how she's tagged. Can we add blood countess onto my title? Lord. It's going to start getting really long, like Khaleesi level long. But I, I was just I thinking. I like the yeah. sound of it. 
I mean, do you want me to add Khaleesi to it now as well? No, because okay. that'd be tacky. Okay, good. Well, I wouldn't want you to feel tacky. No. <laughs> God. I have standards, you know. <laughs> All right. This this woman's name was Daria. Man. Nikolaevna Sachkova. You guys, my mother actually speaks like a lot of Slavic languages. She taught herself <laughs> Russian. But, but is, she's over here pretending she doesn't know this, how to say this. This is not an easy <laughs> easy thing to do right now. Oh, so anyway, she was born uh, 3 November 1730 and died in 1801. Oh, she lived a good long life. Oh, yeah, well, she lived a long life. Let's put oh, it that wasn't way. Much. Okay. <laughs> so we're just going to refer to her as, her as Daria. <laughs> it's much easier that way. I much prefer if you can just use her surname. Thanks. I know that won't be happening. Thanks. <laughs> 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 so Daria was born to an affluent family. She married at about the age of 20 to a, a nobleman. His name was Glebe. Dear sweet Jesus. Sweet Mercy Brown. <laughs> yes, sweet Mercy Brown. Glebe Alexievich Sotyakova. Oh, nice. Or Sotyakov, excuse me. Kova Sotyakov. is the, yeah, Sotyakov. Kova is the female. Um, so she has. See, so you guys, I told you she taught herself Russian. So she has two sons with, with this man. And. One of the things about her husband's family, Glebe's brother, Sergei, was supposed to have been a lover of Catherine the Great. Oh. And may possibly have been the true father oh of my Paul God, the First. Oh, Yes. I was. So I started watching The Great mm -hmm. while I was recovering from surgery, and it led to, like, a lot of. Instead of researching things for this, mm -hmm. just researching things about Catherine the Great. Because that woman is a. Oh, well, she's something else. So, um, and, I, and his nephew, uh, Glebe's nephew, was the royal tutor oh. to Catherine's children. Oh. So, was she stooping him, too? Probably, but... Good. I hope so. I mean, she, I think she stooped about everybody she could anyway, but... No. So, not as much as, as Peter the... <laughs> did, the but, me. <laughs> but, Peter uh, the... Uh, yeah, sometimes squirrel. present. <laughs> So anyway, you can see, I mean, she's, Daria is really well connected with the court. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's in with the Romanovs like nobody's business. I um, love her already. Yeah. So not only was she born with a walk on water pass, but she marries the gold card as well. I mean, yeah. she is just right there. She's got it all. So supposedly she did not exhibit any of these sadistic tendencies. She was a typical spoiled brat noble woman in Russia. Yeah, Goals. up until <laughs> up until um, let's see where did I get to here? Uh, yeah, participating in all the ridiculous frivolousness, and and then apparently her husband dies of and now this this was a good one um, in seventeen fifty five of unknown causes. Now this is up for debate. So he was definitely murdered. Well, did she have something to do with it, or did he just? kick over but yeah. there is there is actually no description of how he died or we don't quite killed him so he left this 25 year old woman with more than 600 serfs and complete charge of his estate <laughs> uh -huh. it's gonna go well oh yeah this this just yeah so <laughs> apparently <laughs> with the estate and the serfs came 
a land surveyor. <laughs> the land surveyor's name was Nikolay Toychev. And so the suspicion is that she and Nikolai might have been involved before Stunning. her husband died. But, you know, this is again up for grabs. But um, Nikolai, Nikolai, it seems, um, was all in it for the good times. He was there. He was having you know, the money, the shipping, the, all of this. But no. he was not interested in marrying her. No. This annoyed her. And then he has the nerve to... Why? Well, if you split with him, you have to give him half of everything. No, well, not Just back... enjoy the free D. Well, not back then. I mean, remember what we're... I mean, it, it's... It, there may have been some Reformation Russia, but it wasn't real Reformation Russia yet. Mm. So, anyway, but Nikolai if runs off. married, wouldn't he then own everything that she owned? Mm. She just seems like this isn't in her best interest. No, but she wanted to be married, apparently. I do not know. Or she had a... Stupid she was stupid, dash. okay? I mean, what can you say? But what really tips her over the edge is Nikolai runs off with a red-headed woman. I have no idea why the color of her hair was of any importance, but they, there was a big deal made about the fact that he ran away with this red-haired woman. And he Because redheads don't have a soul. Oh, well, maybe that's what it was, but then he married her. Oh, shit. Yeah, so Home Fry goes off the deep end. I mean, this just sends Can I just her... clarify that redheads don't have a soul thing? That's not an actual thing. No, it's... Just for anyone listening who's like, fuck off, I have red hair. <laughs> so, <laughs> Daria gets word of this elopement. Loses the plot completely. I mean, goes off the fucking edge. Uh, she burns down, has his house burned down to the oh, ground. Oh, shit. Hires assassins. I mean, there's actually records of she she hired assassins, paid them good yes. money to hunt these two down to kill them. And of course, Nikolay and his wife hear about it, are warned of it. They take off. They bust out of there. They go to Moscow. Uh, they hide in Moscow and apparently manage to successfully avoid her assassins, which pisses her off even more. Well, yeah. So you now, pay good money for that. Right. So now she's paid good money. Her lover's run off with this young chick. She is just... what. If there was anything wrong with her to begin with, this just tips her over the edge, and she goes full throttle into sadism and meanness Aww. and 15 kinds of, of horrible... See what you did, Nikolai? You <clears throat> see? It's all Nikolai's fault. All um, you had to do was die. Or marry her. Yeah. But no. He you wanted, could have had all of this. He wanted the cute redhead. What can you say? And she was younger. Ooh. Yeah, which that that I'm sure did not help. Because what, what Dario winds up doing is taking it out on pretty much every young surf female that mm -hmm. is working on the estate. Don't like that. Her youngest victims are around 10 years old. Oh, really don't like that. But she... She was horrible. Um, one of her, oh God, one of her favorite things to do when when they would annoy her, uh, if they didn't clean properly, she would pick up logs and throw them at these these little girls who were cleaning the fireplaces and things. So she had a good arm on her. Oh, yeah, apparently so. And then she loved to pour boiling water over them. Oh, fuck off. No, no. And she was a fan of setting them afire. She thought that was good fun. 
and she just always liked watching them suffer before they eventually did die. Uh, okay, one of I her, changed my mind about wanting to be known as yeah. a blood countess. And then one of her other really favorite things to do was to beat these young women almost to death and then strip them and throw them out into the Russian winter Ooh. and leave them out there to freeze to death. That's something Elizabeth Bathory did, too. Mm-hmm. And she was also not... Um, she wasn't picky. She would do it to pregnant women. She would do it to... I mean, it did not matter. If you were a young, a female who was younger than she and she owned you, she truly owned you. Oh. I mean, she was a horrible, horrible sadist. Um... So the best tally that they have on her murderous streak sits at around 139 deaths over 10 years. Jeez. And they were all like that. They were all hideous and horrible. And, um, but one of her other things that she did, she liked to have her... She never killed a man. Well, three men died accidentally. Oh, just accidentally. Those, they were just... Yeah, they were accidentals. They weren't, you know purposely going out to try. I'm sure she mourned too. Oh yeah, I'm sure she did. But one of her favorite things to do to the male serfs was to make them suffer by taking their loved ones away. Aww. Well, she fornicated up real bad one time because one of her serfs apparently was not being appreciative enough to her. So she kills his wife. See, she's not benevolent. No, she. there's nothing benevolent about this bitch, honey. And So then he remarries later. Well, she you guessed it, kills wife number two. Now, dumbass goes out and marries a third time. And I'm not sure about how smart his... Why are the these third, people getting married? I, I'm not Do they sure. Not exactly. I'm not sure about that third wife's brain cell either. But she married him and hmm, she died. <laughs> so he kills all three of the... Jesus or, Franklin. Or she kills all three of this man's wives just to make him suffer. Hmm. Because he pissed her off. <laughs> Excuse me. So anyway, like I said, there were only three men who died, the three serfs who died, and and again, they're supposedly accidental. Supposedly. Suppose. I mean, I, I'm assuming that she didn't really mean to kill them. She just wanted them to suffer. Yeah. Well, so you know, all right, we've established she's all close to the Romanovs. So in 1762, some relatives of her victims finally escape from her estate and get to St. Petersburg. Now remember, your girl Catherine is is chief in charge at this point. Yeah. And she's trying to do the legal reforms. And she doesn't like the whole serfdom thing. Right. So some of her, her the victim's families make it um, to St. Petersburg. And as it happens, and they get this petition to Catherine, they actually get it to her personally to say, this bitch is killing us. Not seriously. Yeah, definitely not poison. It's just, <laughs> it, it was please help us. She is killing us. Um, so one of the petitioners was Mr. Three Times a Widow. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. So <laughs> the petition has asks Catherine to, to intervene personally and to try and save these serfs. And since she was trying to do the reform in Russia, she really didn't have much of a choice but to act. So she has uh, the Collegium uh, of Justice investigate on the the estate and go out there and, and do some digging, literally. So apparently they go out and they start digging up bodies and talking to I the other she serfs. she dealt with that really well. She was not happy, but Catherine also was smart enough to arrest her ass and haul her in. Oh, that's good. So 
the, but this is what kills me. This, one of the bennies of having money and being connected, I guess, because the trial takes six years. What? Yeah, it's six years doing which, I mean, I, the assumption is that she stayed locked up during those six years. But yeah, they investigated for six years. I mean, I can't imagine that a Russian prison back then would have been good times. Now, <laughs> no, but good times. Yeah. yeah, no. So, here's the other thing: she was only found guilty of thirty-eight of the deaths. Only thirty-eight. Only thirty-eight. And because Catherine had abolished the death penalty. So what did they do? Yeah. <laughs> So, <clears throat> the worst that I say this like I'm for the death penalty. Yeah. Well, in this <laughs> case, in this case, you know. So the most punishment Catherine could give her was a life sentence to be served in darkness, with only a candle to be brought to her with her meal, and then it was to be immediately taken away. Oh. So, now th this sentence—that's the worst thing that could happen to her, and she only gets that sentence after she had been beaten, in and put in red square with a sign around her neck saying this woman murdered and tortured and Catherine called it and I love this term she called it a civil execution <laughs> and, oh, I love her. and that was delivered on 2 October 1768 so now this hateful old bag lasted 33 years so she did have a long life 33 years in complete darkness except for a candle. 33 years chained to the wall of different dungeons, or the dun primarily one dungeon, and then she's transferred later on. And it was a windowless wooden room that was built spe specific to her in the basement of a monastery. Oh my god. Yeah, so now, but in 1779, they transferred her to another, to a monastery building because she was, I guess, getting up in years or they needed it for somebody else. Oh, for humane reasons? I guess they decide. I don't Jeez. know. But she gets transferred to another monastery building, and this room actually had shutters. and afforded her the opportunity to spit at passerbys, yell at them, and... <laughs> She's still so hateful. And, poking, and poke them with sticks. <laughs> So it, yes, so it was the eye poking sticks. Yes, so she she had at that point become officially crazy, right? Oh, yeah. Well, you would. Yeah. So she finally does die at the age of seventy one, in Jeez. that in that cell with the shutters on it. But the the best takeaway for the day from all of this was one of the things that I was reading about this, and it comes up and and says note to self. Never give a serial killer a stick and an open window. Oh, no. And I was like, <laughs> the most genius piece of advice I have ever gotten. I'm like, is there a reason for that? Did she manage to still kill people <laughs> no, through the window? No, but she was poking him through. The, I mean, but who the hell, who gave her the stick and why would you do that? Probably some, like, kid. <laughs> just thought it would be funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I thought that was just genius advice. That is never, good advice. yeah, never give a, a serial killer a stay a stick in an open window. Good advice. Good advice Lots to live by. Exactly, and that's the wisdom for the day. <laughs> there you go, everybody. You have got your mantra. Yes. <laughs> God, you've got oh. some. Good advice coming down the pipeline from old Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, if you see a serial killer, don't give them a stick. Don't give them a stick. <laughs>
no matter how much they beg. Don't give them a stick. <laughs> Even if they tell you, they're not going to poke you. They don't. Know. They will poke you. Don't give them a stick. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear God. If you do, you really just brought it on yourself. Yeah, your the, exactly. You, you picked the wrong lane, dude. I got nothing for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Should have picked Joyce's lane. Exactly. When I tell you to do something, there's a reason. <laughs> Oh, oh God! Oh. oh, oh! You need to go to bed. You're I just, tired. I, I'm done. Thank you for uh, coming out when you feel like death. Oh, but that's so you can make fun of me. It'll be good entertainment. I mean, for me, maybe not for everyone else that no, might but listen I mean, to I this. Know you're but for enjo- me, you're enjoying it. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, I made you a tea. You did make. I me didn't a tea. even poison it. That I know of. Does this have aqua trifano in it? <laughs> No, it's too close to your birthday. Oh, that's true, and you might get something out of that, so mm. yeah, true. Mm. My mother made the wise decision years <laughs> ago of me. telling me that when she dies, I get her jewelry. And my Insurance. father made the wise decision of <laughs> buying her jewelry for every occasion. Yeah. <laughs> my insurance see you don't have to write shit down you just uh, this is an insurance policy there we go yes people never learn do they okay is that us i believe that that is oh good if you want to hear more of our voices why (laughs) you can find us on stitcher spotify itunes google podcasts or podbean please do rate and review us if you're going to be nice and not take my poor editing skills into account yeah, please be nice and, and be just nice, a- but please do rate and review us because that's how other people find us and um it helps yes <laughs> oh um and if you want you can email us on yeah that happened pod at gmail.com that's the one yeah you can find us on instagram at yeah that happened pod twitter at yth podcast facebook at. Yeah, that happened. Holy crap, maybe I should get sick more often. I got through all of that without messing without up. a single fuck up. I can't believe it. <laughs> this is unheard of. Oh my god, quick, get me out of here before I have a chance to break something. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. Please don't say it that. It could happen, dude. I'm just saying. Oh, oh god. god. Alright, I'm well, going to go get Well, barring any more medical emergencies <laughs> yes. or disasters or head colds we'll see you next week or pandemics oh god i can't even i know oh so thanks for listening to all All the the worthless worthless shit we know know. and we will be back next week Bye. bye